Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. I'm Michelle Martin. Good morning. Asia Pacific markets are trading higher this morning on the back of overnight gains on Wall Street. Tokyo is up three quarters of a percent. Seoul is up more than half a percent. And Sydney is trading higher as well. Investors are keeping close tabs on the cryptocurrency markets following a major sell-off and partial rebound on Wednesday. Corporate results are in the news as well. Joining me now to break down all the market action, good Friday morning, Ryan Huang. TGIF, Michelle. How you doing? Well, pretty good because it is almost the weekend. I'm right there with you. Now, we're going to start this morning in the cryptocurrency markets as analysts and investors assess the damage and the gains from Wednesday's wild swings. The price of Bitcoin back above 41,000 US dollars a token, Ethereum trading above 2,800. So, Ryan, as the dust settles, where is the mood in the markets now? Well, it looks like it is heading into the weekend on a so far rather buoyant mood and I'm looking at markets across Asia in the green tracking the gains on Wall Street which was lifted by a rebound in technology names and you also had some good data coming through from the US jobs market front with the initial jobs claims beating expectations and also I guess settling down to some extent is the roller coaster ride that has been playing out in the cryptocurrency space so all of that is settling somewhat and investors are starting to feel a bit more reassured. But I have to just take a step back and look Mm. at how things have been going over the past few days to look at how things have been just looking sideways. It's been up and down for quite some time and there hasn't been any really strong catalysts to move markets in a real conviction to any direction. So it has been sideways and this is, <coughs> excuse me. It's Ryan clearing his throat on Friday. <laughs> it can barely make for, it to the end of the week. <laughs> I think next week for more <laughs> indications of uh, maybe inflation, mm-hmm. for more maybe corporate news to really give investors a sense of direction what to do next. Okay. Oanda's Jeff Haley put it this way and talk, you know, we get a sense of the mood. Oanda's Jeff Haley writing, you can't keep a good dip buyer down for long in financial markets these days and cryptos are no different. He adds though that the mass liquidation that we witness on Wednesday may have thinned out the ranks of Bitcoin's true believers. A lot of people in leverage there have been flushed out for sure. One of the biggest issues overhanging the cryptocurrency markets is the possibility of new government regulations. The U.S. Treasury department is calling for stronger tax compliance within this space. So what's the latest on this front? Yeah, this is looking at cryptocurrency transfers. Any transfer above $10,000 will have to be reported to US tax authorities. So all this part of a wider plan to crack down on tax evasion. And this is also in line with how many regulators have been a bit concerned how the likes of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies have been linked to illicit activities, uh, money laundering, terrorist activities. So this is one step towards regulating that space. And also worth noting, it's not just the US. Places like China are also scrutinizing the environment that the cryptocurrencies are operating in and trying to make sure they have 
things under control. So China, of course, in recent days, has reiterated its tough stance on cryptocurrencies, cracking down on how it can be used by financial institutions. Indeed. So the U.S. Treasury calling for tax compliance measures. Another factor that's been weighing on bitcoins has been what seems to be Elon Musk's near daily about turns on the digital currency. So Musk has raised concerns about bitcoins environmental impact. Overnight, though, he proposed a solution to address those concerns. Ryan, what did he suggest? Well, it sounds good in theory that you can maybe get some accountability to energy usage in cryptocurrency mining, Bitcoin mining in particular. He says you can maybe create some audits for renewable energy being used by large Bitcoin miners. So this is to assuage some of the concerns arising from how Bitcoin is a dirty currency because a lot of power is needed to run the computers, servers, and that is being fueled by fossil fuels because you need coal and whatever is needed to make electricity. That is being really um, surging in terms of demand for this cryptocurrency mining space. So with the situation now, he's saying maybe if you can kind of formulate an audit which can give an indication of how much renewable energy is being supplied to mine these Bitcoins. That could incentivize cleaner and greener Bitcoin mining. All right. Musk also gave a boost to Dogecoin overnight when he tweeted, quote, how much is that Doji in the window? I'm just adding that for a rhyme effect. How much is that Doge in the window? That's what he tweeted. The price of Dogecoin jumped 11%. In a reply to someone on Twitter, Musk also said he has not and will not sell Dogecoin. Enough of that. Let's turn to the stock markets now. U.S. shares broke a three-day losing streak. Tech companies led the charge. The Nasdaq finished up 1.7%. S&P 500 closed up more than 1% as well. So Ryan, I understand that investor sentiment was boosted by the latest job numbers. Fewer Americans seeking unemployment assistance. Can you share more? Yeah, this is interesting because you are looking at unemployment benefits falling to a new pandemic-era low. So the lowest since mid-March last year. So we are looking at 444,000. That is better than the consensus forecast of 452,000. And also worth noting, it's painting a picture of a an improving jobs market, which is one of the criteria that the Fed has been saying you need jobs to come back before we start thinking about thinking about raising rates and this on top of the inflation numbers. So you also have to remember in the past day we had the Fed minutes coming out saying or at least hinting that the Fed some Fed officials are looking and acknowledging that the economy is bouncing back and they are starting to think about putting the discussion, the top the topic for discussion on the table about raising or scaling back asset purchases soon. So with the latest strong indication of the economy bouncing back, maybe this moves the needle a bit on those timelines where we might see interest rates being hiked. Another encouraging sign for a rebounding US economy. So my next question seems out of the blue, but here we go anyway. Are you a fan of oat milk? Do you ever have it in lieu of cow milk? I have to say no. I haven't had a chance to and don't intend to. And 
I've heard this company making headlines. Oddly, yeah. and that's because it's been going around many coffee shops and it is yeah. becoming a bit of an in thing these days. Well, when you have Oprah behind you, you tend to go far. I've had some oat milk, pretty good. Oatly is the largest maker of oat milk in the world, went public on NASDAQ overnight, and it raised one and a half billion US dollars. And its shares jumped nearly 19% on their first day of trading. So Oatly, with that high profile backer, Oprah, I think uh, looks like it's uh, headed for good things. Have you had a chance to try it? Yes, I have. It's pretty good. Does it taste any different from regular milk? Yeah, it doesn't taste anything like milk. It tastes like milk that's been diluted about a thousand times, like homeopathic milk, perhaps. So it doesn't add anything for you in terms of taste? Well, it looks like milk. Do you know what I mean? And so it makes a black coffee or black tea look like what you're used to. Makes it or brings down the acidity of coffee, I think? Uh, Just very thin milk, it feels like. Okay, I'm not a fan going by your description. (laughs) I need my calcium, so I'm going back to my milk. In tech news, the social media company Snap has launched a new pair of augmented reality spectacles. So when you wear these specs, they overlay digital objects on the real world. So what do you think? Will you wear them? I think it is very interesting because you can... Just have these augmented realities now manifesting anywhere. And you should be, um, I guess, mindful of how this is actually the latest reiteration of what's been called Snap Spectacles. And it is something that's come out after three iterations of Snap Spectacles. And what's different this time after three times is in previous editions, you had a camera built in into the spectacles so what was being seen in your lenses was a camera feed and that camera feed integrates with some additional graphics but now it's real see-through lenses and then you have AR layered into what you're actually seeing in real life so it's a big step in terms of progress in just making things look real so you can just imagine the type of applications that we might see this in future maybe medical maybe games maybe school so the potential is limitless yeah even for doctors training perhaps you know but i think the gaming industry is going to love this and e-commerce industry is going to snap this up as well pardon the pun mm. snap shares close up more than five percent overnight so it looks like investors do like this idea of augmented reality spectacles coming from social media companies snap back here in asia pacific investors will have their eyes on 10 cent when the hong kong markets open this morning the chinese tech giant has posted a 65 percent jump in quarterly profits and and it's planning a host of new investment. So what is on Tencent's plate? Yeah, so it is looking to go on a buying spree mm-hmm. in the spaces of cloud services, games, and short-form video content. So these have been big in terms of growth areas where people are flocking to, especially with work from home and pretty much where growth is these days. So it is getting to be quite the next big thing, so to speak. And also, they are looking at becoming a more socially responsible company. So a lot of money also being pumped in into philanthropic efforts such as education, rural revitalization, and being carbon neutral. So pretty much in line with what the general policy direction is coming through from China. 
Uh, for more corporate news now, I want to check in on the headlines, game show style. I'll name a company or an asset in the news, and Ryan tells us which way it's moving. Up or down time, Ryan, are you ready? Let's go. Maple Tree Industrial Trust. All right, Maple Tree Industrial Trust or Mint is something that would be up for me, and that's because it has announced an acquisition of 29 data centers, and it has um, announced also a private placement to raise funds to raise $800 million. And going by the following this morning, it has been subscribed, oversubscribed 3.1 times. So it looks like investors are liking it. Yeah, up for me as well. Maple Tree Industrial Trust is planning to spend more than $1 billion to acquire those 29 data centers over in the US. And that deal, proposed deal, will make it one of the largest owners of data centers amongst Asia-Pacific listed REITs. Next up, iFast. Okay, iFast is an up for me. In fact, it's been going up for quite some time. So Mm. much so, its share price has soared over 550% in the past year. So, just Thursday alone, it was up over 6%. So all this with how iFast has been capitalizing on more retail traders going online in the past year and just having more transactions fueling the growth of the company. And it's also trying to pursue more growth in China, which is something a lot of investors and analysts are optimistic about. Yeah, IFAR's turning out to be one of Singapore's best performing stocks. It shares up more than 140% since the beginning of the year. Next up, no signboard. Okay, no signboard will be an up for me. And this is around how its stock price jumped over 12% after it announced a new controlling shareholder. Yeah, up for me as well. Uh, that shakeup among its shareholders certainly looks like it's boosted the seafood company's shares. They jumped more than 11% yesterday. Next, Gunting. All right, Gunting is an up for me. And this is because its resort World Las Vegas has gotten a green light to open in June, June 24th. Oh, for people in Las Vegas, good news. A good news for Gunting and an up for me as well. Let's check in on local stocks. Amongst the headline that investors will be digesting this morning is news that the Shangri-La Dialogue has been cancelled because of COVID-19. It's a high-profile gathering of defence ministers. It was meant to take place early next month in a bubble over at Shangri-La Hotel, but that is no longer in the cards. Do you think that this news, along with the cancellation of the World Economic Forum, meant to take place here? in August is going to sour investors on Singapore shares. Yeah, to a certain extent, you might see a bit of a dampener when it comes to the sentiment around mice or events. So the hospitality sector could be affected to some extent. And this has been a case where we saw the likes of Gunting actually being weighed down when we announced the WEF forum, or at least the announcement came through that it will be cancelled. And right now, looking at the latest action in Gunting, Singapore, it is down 0.6% at 78.5 cents. So you might be seeing that way on Gunting in the coming hours as the traders and investors start to digest the news. If we take a closer look at the market now, Singapore shares eked out a modest gain yesterday. Singapore Airlines rose more than 1% as investors digested its latest earnings results and a huge loss for the last fiscal year. Yang Zijiang shipbuilding also finished higher. Overall, the Straits Times Index closed up 0.2% at 3109. How is it looking this morning? 
Yeah, talking about SIA, it is extending those gains is up by 0.2% at $4.77. So that stock alongside nearly half of the STI is helping it prop up the Straits Times Index by 0.5% at 3124 Right at the top of the STI table is right now Semcorp Industries up by 1%. And you've got all, well, two of the three banks in the green, DBS up by 0.7%. And on the flip side, we were talking about Maple Tree Industrial Trust. So that is now down 0.7%. And this is at 274. So some impact on the rights of Placement, the private placement of shares may be having an impact on the share price right now. Thanks very much. He's Ryan Huang. I'm Michelle Martin. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.